This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. One Rental at a Time. It is Tuesday, November 16th. How you doing? I hope you're having a wonderful day. Couple quick uh, notes before we get started today. Actually, only one. I would love your feedback. Uh, recently, I started spending some money on my YouTube channel. Yes, I am pretty cheap, uh, but I'm now having somebody create thumbnails uh, for uh, my videos, and I would love your feedback. My current instructions to the group is: Hey, take the title, take the videos, and you know, create a thumbnail. You know, use the colors that are one rental at a time. Uh, so I would love to get your feedback. Uh, I've stopped putting pictures, you know, pictures of, of who the guests are in there, but I'm not sure what, what you all like. Uh, so let me know what you think. I like them, but again, my opinion really doesn't matter. So love to understand what is going on with the channel, what you guys think. So uh, uh, I'll let you know that. Renee, the hat. Thank you very much. One rental at a time. You can get it below or on my website, one rental at a time. Uh, I do have a couple of shirts. There's a shirt that talks about inflation that I just created that I think is really, uh, really popular too. I think it matches the hat. So go take a look. Enjoy it. Nice Christmas present to yourself. So as we get started with the day, let's talk about retail sales. Retail sales were the big number for the week. They were reported this morning and they came out above expectations. I want to be very clear uh, about something I saw or I shared. I think it was Sunday morning, my Economics 101. It was that video I asked you to get a piece of paper for. Retail sales are going to be up in Q3. They already were. They're going to be up in Q4. Folks, they gave us, and I have the notes, $5 trillion were sent out uh, to individuals. $1.6 trillion of that or 30% is still sitting in savings accounts. Then, remember, what else are they telling us? They're telling us shop early, shortages, don't do that, you know, do it now, do it now. Are we really surprised that the average consumer uh, is out shopping early? I don't, I, this is, this is economics 101, supply and demand. Demand is the want and the ability to buy. We have it in spades. The consumer is liquid and supply is limited. Retailers will not discount. There will be, has anybody noticed, there have been no blockbuster Black Friday advertising. If you can remember all the way back to 2018, 2019, TV commercials, come here, 5 a.m., do this, do that. All these retailers are saving that marketing money. It's going to make their earnings per share look better. Folks, this is so predictable, it is not even funny. But yet, 
the media is going to be, oh my God, the consumer is spending. Yeah, no kidding, they're spending. You gave them $5 trillion and now you're telling them buy now or it's not going to be there. Just wait. Q1, maybe Q2, probably Q2. Um, we're going to see the reverse of this. That $1.6 trillion, half of it will be gone. People who have pre-bought, not going to be there. And, oh, by the way, the supply chain will eventually unlock in all of those retail stores that you know are triple buying, double ordering. It is going to be a problem. We are going to head into a slowing economy, and this is not good. So retail sales were up 1.7%. Prices up, no discounting. Shop now before everything's gone. This, it is so frustrating that folks don't see this coming. Next up, Walmart. We'll talk about a couple of earnings. Uh, Walmart uh, beat top and bottom. Walmart is one of those companies. If you are looking to get in the game and start tracking the consumer, like I have been done doing for thirty years, Walmart is going to become one of your anchors. Walmart is huge. Walmart is that environment where people trade down to or trade up from based on how the economy is doing. Is it recessionary or is it expansion? Walmart is a huge early indicator. It just is. Not right or wrong. It just is. So again, revenue grew 4%. People are buying early Christmas gifts. Folks, if you don't understand what is going on, we're not paying attention. There are no sales. Prices are up. Very low inventory. All this money sitting on the sidelines. We all have a capacity to pay. We all love our kids. We all love our loved ones. We're going to buy it early so we don't miss out and have an unhappy Christmas. And this is going to have an unfortunate hangover next year when all the money's gone and we're like, what's going on? Why is inflation so high? It's, it's coming. Home Depot beat top and bottom. Again, kind of what you would expect, although there are very interesting things going on at Home Depot. Home Depot reports more granular numbers than Walmart. For example, transactions fell at Home Depot by 5.5%. That means there are less people going through the lines in Home Depot. I am thinking... Flipping and all of this stuff is really slowing down. However, they were up and beat earnings because the um, average receipt, the average receipt that you go through line was up 12.9% or up a total of 80, uh, up to $82.30. So again, less transactions, but the transactions are higher priced, a la inflation, a la no discounting. It's this is so predictable. It's not even funny. Then we go on to Peloton. Peloton is in a world of hurt. Peloton uh, drastically missed expectations. Peloton has built a company uh, that is frankly sized uh, for a certain level, and now their level is lower. Folks, it is not an exaggeration to say that Evergrande... Yes, that property developer in China with $300 billion in debt and Peloton are suffering from the same thing. Cash flow statement. Folks, I tell you, everybody talks income statement, balance sheet. 
But the, you want to see a company that's struggling? Look at their cash flow statement. Peloton has built a business and a set of expenses that needs that top line number to be massive. Peloton is raising a billion dollars in hope that they can limp through to the other side. I suspect that Peloton will announce layoffs sometime next year. They had their time in the sun, and unfortunately, they built a bloated business that didn't understand that the pandemic or health crisis really was a once-in-a-lifetime event. Can you imagine, I don't know, 95% of your competition, which is gyms, closing and closing for a year, that is going to be the best time ever for Peloton. And they didn't realize it. Now their cash flow statement is bloated with headcount, bloated with marketing costs, bloated with retail space, and they're going to slowly die. But thankfully, they have the ability to raise a billion dollars in new stock. So at some point, they're going to see that their cash is bleeding again, and then they will right-size the company. It will be painful. Uh, what else we got? Oh, rent for single-family homes. Single-family homes, again, one rental at a time. All of these things I keep preaching. Uh, it is going to be the asset of choice. Wall Street is coming here because they can get above 6% return. Rents are up 10.2% single-family homes specific. That is a national number. Miami. I hope all of you have rentals in Miami. I really do. The reason is, is Miami's rent is up 25.7%. If you were renting for 1000 bucks, it's now 1250 If you were renting for two grand, it's now 2500 And all of that increase when you have 30-year cheap debt falls to the bottom line. Folks, I can't scream this enough. If you want to change your life going forward, you need to use the gift of 30-year cheap money you need to get a single-family rental home that cash flows day one. And then you need to hold on. The people that won the 1970s were the people that bought in 70 and 71. It's just that simple. It is just that simple. Uh, again, uh, uh, home builders. Home builders numbers came out this morning. They are feeling confident. They are feeling confident even uh, when they... Um, Oh my goodness, one of our viewers just had a stroke three weeks ago. Jeffrey, feel better, man. I, I didn't know. I'm sorry. Feel better, Jeffrey. Um, we miss you out here. Uh, man, sorry, buddy. Uh, where was I going? Oh yeah, home builders. Home builders feeling confident. And that is in the face of supply chain issues, uh, lack of uh, employees, and lack of land. Can you imagine being confident when you have no shelter, no food, no water? I mean, that's essentially what, that's just because there is no competition from previously owned home, uh, higher prices. It is just crazy. Oh, I had some more numbers on rent. Sorry, I, I wrote so much stuff this morning. Miami, again, was up 25.7. Phoenix, up 19.8%. And then Las Vegas. This does not make sense to me, but hey, doesn't make sense to me. Las Vegas rent was up 15.9%. Man, I got to get Brian Lebo back on the show. See what's going on in Vegas. This is crazy. IBM CEO out saying inflation fears will, will cause some chaos. Uh, I think that is an understatement and a half. 
Uh, and it's interesting that they go to the CEO of IBM for that quote. It's just weird. Do you know what the most priciest zip code is in the America? In America. This is this is crazy. So this zip code is about 10 miles uh, from where I'm sitting right now. It is the zip code of Atherton, specifically 94027. If you want to have fun on Realtor.com or Zillow, go to 94027 and see some stupid priced houses. The median home price, median, median, 7.5 million. That is the land of stupid. That is crazy. There was a report, again, a viewer of this channel shared with me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The 100 priciest zip codes, 49 of them. No, sorry, I lied. 47 of them, 47 of them. 47 of them were, are in 45 minutes of where I'm sitting today. When I talk about the Bay Area being stupid, folks, that is an example. 47 of the 100 priciest zip codes are within 45 minutes of where I sit. Live where you want, invest where the numbers make sense. Thank goodness for Fresno, California. And then the final thing, something that is really annoying to me, uh, is the concept about the wealthy and them paying their fair share. So I have a question for you right now, and I mean this. This is a, this is a real question. Who should we be more annoyed with, upset with? An entrepreneur who creates multiple businesses provides technology that we all like and need that is worth $300 billion, give or take, or a career politician who comes from nothing and is now worth nearly $200 million. I know which one pisses me off. It's the one that has never created a company that is using their power and access to front run or insider trade and is now worth $200 million. And if you don't know who I'm speaking of, you can go look up Nancy Pelosi's net worth and see just how upsetting it is. Politicians need term limits. Uh, we can't have career politicians use the system and access to create multiple nine-figure net worths. No wonder they never leave. No wonder. Self-interest through and through. So again... If you want to hate on someone who is rich, I choose to hate on politicians versus an entrepreneur who invents, creates, risks their own capital and wins. Good for him. Uh, Elon Musk bet on red number two over and over and over. Yes. And again, this is not red or green. Uh, Paul said, don't forget Joe Manchin, I think. Uh, I... Um, yeah, same deal. Term limits. This is all, this is not okay. We, the American people, need to hold our politicians to term limits. I don't know what it is, whether it's two, maybe three terms, but get out. Go get a job. Jeez, craziness. So that's what I got for you today. This is going to be a fun day. We talked to the Lumberjack, I think, at eight and Omar at nine. Um, and again, let me know what you think of the thumbnails. I really like them. Uh, maybe some of you don't. Maybe you'd rather see our smiling faces. 
let me know. I would love to hear from I'm I'm spending thousands of dollars to get these things created. So I want to make sure you like them. Take care, everyone. And Jeffrey, take care of yourself. And Jeffrey, just for you, I'm holding Happy in my lap. He was asleep, but this one's for you, buddy. Ah. All right, everybody. Take care.